are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to the always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles, to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got Janton Shorter, the second on the pod. He's a pod favorite, as we know. We're discussing the MLB All-Star Game. We're talking about our thoughts and reactions, winners from the night. Should the All-Star Game decide the World Series? So we get into a whole bunch of discussions. We even talk about the shift a little bit. So stay tuned. It's a jam-packed show, as always. But first... This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me this weekend as I'll go live after the D-backs win. Spotify Greenroom, go download the app and join me to get in on the action. Now, let's get right into the pod with Janton Shorter, the second on the MLB All-Star Game. Back on the pod once again, we got Janton Shorter, the second, and he's here today to be ripped apart because he's got some D-backs predictions. We know he's probably got a hot take or two about the All-Star game and the All-Star event. So, Janton Shorter, say what's up to the D-backs listeners before you're uh, roasting tonight. I don't even know what to call it, but uh, it's not going to be good for you on this pod. How you doing, Miller? How you doing, D-backs fans? Happy to be back. I had a great prediction, fans. I don't know if you heard the pre-All-Star podcast, but I predicted the MVP of the game. So, we'll talk about that in a second, though. Don't worry. Yeah, and his MVP of the game is the guy who he picks for MVP of everything, the guy who he thinks is going to lead the league in every stat, the guy who he thought should go number one overall in the fantasy draft, even though he's projected like 18th round. So uh, it's hard to, you know, you got to take everything JT says with a grain of salt because he's got some biases. But JT, let's first start here. Let's first start with last night's MLB All-Star game. And what do you just think of the MLB All-Star Game in general? Is this something that you watch? Is this something that you enjoy? I had tuned in for the first few innings, uh, Miller, to be honest, and then I kind of turned it off after that. It's a great game. Um, this game was an extremely and uh, kind of impressive, uh, just the amount of stars we had playing last night. Um, I kind of got tired of the shift, though. I don't know if you watched that very first inning, but it seemed like for the AL, every hit they had was just robbed up by Frazier at second base um, right behind either the pitcher mound or in between that first and second base hole. He's playing way over out of position. So um, kind of showed me that we shift a little too much in baseball right now. But other than that, I love the, the bats came to swing yesterday. Um, Vlad Guerrero, my guy, had a home run yesterday. Simeon had a great game as well. Fernando Tatis did he didn't show out as well as he could have had some great contact but uh just couldn't come out and show his talents um on full display but other than that I enjoyed the game I will probably watch it next year as well maybe not watch all of it but um I will say though they, they kept it under three hours or about three hours so that was kind of impressive to see this this pace of play speed up because usually baseball games take five hours so that was one thing I say uh MLB did a good job yesterday 
Are you pro getting rid of the shift? I am. Um, it's kind of frustrating when you guys hitting a hundred mile an hour line drive and it's just getting scooped up by a shortstop playing rover position that we call in T-ball <laughs> because they don't have enough guys on the field. Um, so there's no need for people to be playing right over second base when I know it's in someone's uh, kind of repertoire to hit the ball up the middle, but you shouldn't be shifting over that far. Maybe a little bit closer to second base diving play, but not standing there catching a line drive. Yeah, I think you have to get rid of the shift in baseball because it works. It's way too effective. And right now we see offensive numbers in the decline. And guess what? Nowadays, pretty much everyone watches sports because of the offense. There can be a balanced change where it's too much offense and not enough resistance. I think we've seen that in basketball the last couple of years. The offensive numbers have been absolutely insane. It's a big reason why we've seen so many blowouts this season because teams are just jacking up a million threes right now. Pretty much everyone plays the same in basketball and Kind of everyone plays the same in baseball, too. The three true outcomes we hear a lot. Either you're hitting a home run, you're either walking, you're either striking out. Taking the shift away would at least add more variability in the game just because think about how many how many times a guy like Big Poppy was robbed of a double or just a single down the line because you had three dudes playing on the right side of the infield. So we want to get more offense in the game, and I think banning the shift would be a great way to do it. And uh, it, it doesn't have to be like drastic, I guess. I guess it would be a little bit drastic because I don't want to see shortstop on the right side of the second base bag anymore, but I'm fine with a shortstop as long as he's left side of the second base bag. He can go into the outfield. We let shortstops and other positions come all the way in on the infield if we think they're going to lay down a bunt. Sometimes you see that third baseman play really close. So I'm I'm fine letting them play as deep as they want, as shallow as they want, as long as they're on their side of the field. That's really all that matters to me. But back to the MLB All-Star game. Uh, yeah, last night, Good pace for sure. I didn't really get a chance to watch this game because we had a department outing with the Coyotes last night. So I got to go to a little Cobra Arcade finally. Got to get, you know, play some video games. I was killing my my coworkers in NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. And they have this really fun game. It's Pac-Man, but it's every man for himself. It's four-player Pac-Man. And you actually try to wow. eat each other. And it was actually really fun because I'm not a pro Pac-Man person, but this was the most fun Pac-Man I've ever played. So we definitely... Wow, be, that's awesome. Yeah, so if you come out next week, we definitely got to get you down to Cobra. But back to the game. We don't want to digress on our plans for when we hang out next week. Uh, but uh, yeah, back to the game. Uh Offense, uh, I was a little disappointed with the National League. I mean, they didn't produce a lot of runs. And did you know the National League kind of gets owned by the American League in this all-star game? I mean, the American I, League, the American League, I think, has won the last eight all-star games. I mean, is it time to just say the AL is better than the NL? You know what it is? It's that DH position, Miller. Um, Got to get rid of that DH. Um, we have just guys slugging in that spot, and the NL still going out with their pitchers. Um, but... I will say for the NL, it was good. As a Phillies fan, I was kind of happy. JT Riamuto broke the streak of home runs hit by a Philly player in the All-Star game. So that was a nice thing to see from the NL. Probably one of the very few runs they had uh, all game. But it was nice to see that at least some guys are trying in the NL. Um, I'm not sure about how everyone else felt as the NL because they, they usually get beat up on pretty bad. So guess maybe we won't maybe they should steer away from um kind of results so losing the game might not affect your world your world series appearance or home field advantage uh maybe they should change that rollout 
You'll hear me correct JT just a little bit right there. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Freshly because dinner time can be chaotic. But with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off you. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrived cooked and fresh every week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Mm, That sounds good. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Lockdown. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash Lockdown for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash Lockdown for $40 off your first two orders. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms for Locked On Diamondbacks once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast through our Green Room conversations. Be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a room this weekend after the D-backs win. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me, at Miller Thomas, to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this weekend after the D-backs win. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the D-backs. See you there, Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to that conversation with Janton Shorter. Oh, they actually did change that rule a couple years ago. The the, the All-Star game doesn't affect the World Series anymore. Uh, But I'm actually pro the the All-Star game affecting that. It seems kind of stupid to think an, an exhibition game should decide who has home field advantage. I mean, the best team should have home field advantage in the World Series. But I'm also cool adding some... Uh, you know, weight to the all-star game, actually making it mean something. It's an exhibition game, but guess what? If you lose, <laughs> your your league isn't getting home field advantage. So I thought it was just an interesting wrinkle in baseball that made the all-star all-star game must watch. And I don't know if I could say that anymore. We got a great influx of talent, of course. I mean, last night's might have been must-watch because you had someone like Shohei Otani starting the game as a pitcher, getting the win. And I think he batted a leadoff too for the for the uh, American League. So <laughs> yeah. he was doing a little bit of everything out there. And so 
there's a lot of young stars right now in baseball. I think that was the main takeaway I had from the All-Star game last night. I mean, if you just look up and down the roster from Otani, Tatis, your guy Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, I mean, Aaron Judge, I want to say he's a young guy. It doesn't seem like he's been in baseball that long. I think he came in in 2017, but pretty sure he's going to be 30 next year because he broke in at like a 26-year-old rookie. He was an older player when he broke in. Yeah, so Judge is like about to be 30. He's about to be on the wrong side of 30. Rafael Devers, my guy. absolutely love Rafael Devers. He's one of my favorite players in baseball. Dude absolutely crushes. So I think we have a great influx of young talent. I think we're starting to see a changing of the guard in baseball. A lot of these young players, Juan Soto too, a lot of these young guys come into baseball in their early 20s and they take the game over. It's no longer where you have to spend five years in the minor leagues and then another two or three years of adjusting to big league pitching these guys come in maybe spend a year or two in the minors and then after a half season of major league baseball maybe a full season by that second year they're all-stars they're mvp level players and even as rookies they can be you know really tantalizing talents and so i love seeing the influx of young talent we have coming in right now to the to the all-star game and i think i don't it doesn't really matter to me who won this game because I do think right now the National League is the better league, but I don't think I would have said that the previous 10 to 15 years. I just think this season the National League is better because when you look at the World Series contenders, I think the National League West has three by themselves. I think the Brewers might have the best starting rotation in baseball. And so I think those four teams are really formidable. When I look at the American League, I mean, I really like the Red Sox. I like the Rays. I like the White Sox. I like the A's. Uh, not the A's, the Astros. So maybe the American League is better than the National League, but I think there's a little bit premium uh, a little bit more premium talent at the top with the National League than the American League. But prior to this season, I would have taken the American League over the NL any day of the week. I mean, you had the Red Sox, Rays, and Yankees, pretty much perennial World Series contenders with the Blue Jays and Orioles being mixed in certain years. Uh, you've had teams like the Indians make it to the World Series. The Tigers have made it a couple of times. The Royals have been there before. I mean, the Astros have been there. The A's seem like a 95-win team every year. The only team that sucks every season is the Angels. That's pretty much the only team. <laughs> Mike Trout's team, the greatest player of all time. We're not going on a Mike Trout tangent, but he's the only guy on a bad team pretty much in the American League over the last 10 to 15 years. You could pretty much point to any team, the Twins, uh, any of these bad teams that you think is bad. The only other team is probably the Mariners who, what, I think have the longest active Drought, playoff drought. Yeah, playoff drought in the any uh, American league sport. sport. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty bad for Seattle fans. And then it's probably second worst for angels fans. So the all-star game was definitely a good time last night. And I thought, I thought catchers really made a huge impact in the all-star game last night. I mean, I, I think that was something that kind of stood out because you had that home run by uh, did uh, Mike Zunino. Yeah. You had real Muto. Muto. Saw, yeah. yeah. You had your guy for the national league, real Muto hit a home run and you had Mike Zunino of the Mariners hit a home run, who was their only all-star representative, I believe. And that's just because the catcher position, it's not like it's super deep, probably their best player. I mean, he's batting like 200 and somehow he was <laughs> one of their all-stars. So that tells you how, how sad it is over there in Seattle. But who was your biggest winner of the night? I'm guessing it was your guy, Vladdy Guerrero oh, Jr. 
Real quick before I hop on that, tell me why Matt Scherzer started another All-Star game. I'm tired of seeing his his blue and green eye pitching every first <laughs> inning. But um, biggest star for the night was definitely Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like I said, with the whole shift thing, started off with the, almost a line drive off Matt Scherzer's head, actually. Um, he ducked down, thankfully, right before. But line drive caught by Frazier just sitting right behind the base. What is that? Um, and then goes to the second up bat and just hits an absolute nuke. Um, into left field over the fence for that first home run to back up Mark Simeon's uh, RBI single. Um, And then later on in the game, he comes through with another RBI. Um, So I think he's actually starting to become one of the league's best hitters. I know Shohei was supposed to do big things. He had a great first inning pitching-wise. Hitting kind of like he struggled a bit um, that first at-bat, but – I don't know. I like Vlad. I don't, who was your biggest winner of the night? I will answer JT Shorter's question, but first, did you guys know Bilt Bar has the limited time grasshopper cookie available right now? What is it, you ask? What does it taste like? This is Bilt Bar's version of the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar, did you know Bilt Bar has so many more delicious flavors too? They got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. There's a flavor for everyone. And Bilt Bar is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. So it's great for that keto diet. Go to BiltBar.com or excuse me, go to Bilt.com. Right now, use promo code locked on and you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Going to the games with his dad, you've probably seen him uh, at these all-star events, you know, doing probably playing around. Holding doing the towel, giving the Gatorade out during home run derbies. Absolutely. Exactly. Probably holding a bat way too big for him. And now he's the biggest dude out there on the diamond crushing dingers left and right. I mean, the dude is having a phenomenal season. So I thought it was pretty cool. But did you? I'm guessing you probably thought he was going to win MVP before the game because you think he's going to win everything. But did you have any predictions of who was going to win the game, not just the MVP? Um, not necessarily. I did think the um, NL had a better chance with this, the Stars power they had in the lineup. But again, like we always said, the AL is just coming out strong. I don't know if the NL guys are ready to play. I think they're just enjoying the moment. Tatis was soaking it up with his uh, family and friends. This, Given hugs, I know he was mic'd up. Um, I think AL had Xander Bogarts mic'd up for that mm-hmm. first couple innings. Um, but the AL did not come to play as far as hitting was concerned. They were they were striking the fire and trying to light a match under the NL's butts um, in that first few innings, and they ended up doing it. So, <laughs> um, but I didn't have a prediction on the actual winner of the game, though. Yeah, no, that's funny that you brought up the Bogarts mic'd up thing because I was reading an article today saying how awkward it was between him and Joe Buck trying to do the discussion. They were like, the WEI people were like, man, Bogarts really doesn't want to talk to Joe Buck during the, during this all-star game at bat. They said it was just made for like awkward television. So I thought that was pretty funny. Love Bogarts as well. 
Uh, Guerrero was crushing pitches. I'm looking at it here. He had some uh, some of those batted balls he had uh, had exit velos of 110 plus miles per hour. And he's ranked second in baseball in the first half with 16 balls with exit velos of 110 or more. So this is a dude who's absolutely crushing pitches. Uh, I think I had one more point on the All-Star game, but honestly, I don't even remember uh, what I was going to say. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think the, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, I thought it was one reason why I thought it was surprising that the American League won over the National League. Not because I don't think the American League has the players, uh, at least position players. But when it came to pitching, we were discussing before we recorded this pod, the American League only has three pitchers with an ERA sub 3.0. The National League, I think, has 13 or 14 pitchers with an ERA sub 3.0. So the National League should have dominated the pitching style. And it was actually the American League that was better pitchers. Corbin Burns, who's been a beast this year, gave up two earned runs. You saw Taiwan Walker give up an earned run and just... A quick note on Taiwan Walker. That dude was a free agent for a while this offseason. Anyone could have had him. And the Mets just kind of picked him up just because they were like, eh, we don't know when Carlos Carrasco is going to be ready. And now he's an all-star. And he's like, came into their season as like their fourth or fifth starter. So uh, just an impressive showing by Taiwan Walker this season. And I'm still mad the D-backs didn't bring him back. I mean, they non-tendered his contract. They just let him walk as a free agent. They could have brought him back, just let him walk. And the dude has been dynamite ever since. They traded Robbie Ray. That dude is all of a sudden in the running for American League. Yeah, I think we saw he's fourth in uh, American League ERA, I believe. So, man, the D-backs can never catch a break uh, when it comes to getting rid of their players. They seem to get rid of the good ones and keep the bad ones. But overall, the All-Star game, uh, I think, was a success. Would you consider it a success? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, especially with it being Colorado and I guess with the whole political stuff getting moved out of Georgia, they still did a great job of putting on a great show um, and having the fans interact with the players and having the mic'd up situation. I do feel like the mic'd up batting is kind of tough. Only guys like Freddie Freeman are really good at just talking while hitting uh, when other guys are trying to focus on hitting a hundred mile an hour plus fastball. Um, but other than that, I think they did a great job. Um, definitely looking forward to see what they have next year. Maybe some new rule changes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think the MLB all-star game is probably the best all-star game of any sport just because you can't it's harder to half-ass an MLB at bat than it is to just lazily walk up and down the court in the NBA you know not play any defense in the Pro Bowl dudes aren't hitting each other uh it's lazy defense you can't really you could do lazy defense in baseball but it's like boy you're not gonna go and pick up the ground ball and not throw it to first or you're gonna throw it over the first baseman's head you're just gonna look silly out there if you don't go as hard on the diamond compared to other sports so uh, I, I do think the MLB All-Star game is the most consistent. I don't know if it's the most tantalizing because I think the fourth quarter of an NBA All-Star game is probably the most fun of all these All-Star events. And now the NBA like revamped their entire rule system. They have a whole Elam ending. I don't even know how to explain it, but I think it's the first <laughs> team to like 24 points in the last quarter or something. It, it's some crazy rule, but it has made it more entertaining uh, because of it. But Let's move to the home run derby now. Let's talk a little, a little home run derby action. And did you have any pre-home run derbies uh, predictions before the event? I don't believe I did, but I will say I was in the gym. The home run derby came on, and Trey Mancini, one of my fantasy players, who's having mm-hmm. a great season, 
comes on and the first minute hits two home runs. He's just playing around with whoever was throwing him the ball. He takes a Gatorade drink, Gatorade drink, get the towel down from one mm. of his teammates. I think I tweeted it out. And this man goes on to hit 20 home runs, Miller, after in a two-minute period. I know the mile-high stadium is in that area and the balls go up, but that was actually insane, just the comeback that he had. Uh, most guys were hitting the ball pretty well, but not as well as Trey Mancini that night and obviously Pete Alonzo. But Trey Mancini definitely was one of my – I didn't predict him. I wouldn't have predicted him to even go all the way to the championship if you asked me a week ago. <laughs> That's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Baskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And as always – Come back tomorrow where me and Janton Shorter are going to be continuing our home run derby discussion. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Deuces!